And we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. Generous United, if you don't know, they are membership-based buying group headquartered here in Atlantic Canada, right in our own backyard. They are dedicated to making prescription drugs more affordable so that we can all live healthier lives. Your local pharmacist, they are dedicated to making your community a healthier community. So if you join Generous United, you will get a tentative, personalized service while you save money on your prescription drugs. We all know with the economy right now not being in the hottest spot, you might have some trouble affording uh, your prescription drugs that you're used to. Uh, maybe if it's not yourself, it's your loved one, it's a family member, it's a friend, whatever. Head on over to generousunited.ca so you can learn more information. The website is generousunited.ca, G-E-N-R-U-S, united.ca. High Button Sports and Generous United have partnered up to make sure that you are living a healthier life with all the mental health cases right now, diabetes, type 2 diabetes. Uh, a lot of things are happening in the world where there is a pandemic. So head on over to generousunited.ca. Start living a better life. And we're back with another one. What's today? Tuesday? Yesterday was Easter. I don't even know if yesterday or Sunday was Easter. I don't even know if yesterday was a holiday. I was a little confused. This podcast was supposed to happen yesterday, but I didn't know if we were supposed to bring Jeff or Mark in. Either way, it's Tuesday, so we're here now. Banks were closed yesterday. Other things were open. And you know, you know what I mean. Uh, a lot of things happening this week. They, you know, they got the new Mighty Duck show based off the movie. Why change that? Let that movie be. You got the new Space Jam movie. Why change that? Let it be. You got Liam O'Brien out in Colorado right now. If you're not motivated, motivated, excuse me, by that, I don't know. It's, you go to the doctor. You figure like, you know, he, that, that's inspirational right now. What that guy's doing out there in the mountains, in Denver, in Colorado. California. No, I'm joking. Aspen. Um, and then also they got Texas out there packing a stadium, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000. I don't know how many people fit in that stadium, but we'll get our stats guy, Mark, on that and figure that out for you. We've got a great episode ahead. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Is OBS going? Going. And then yep. the audio's going Garage, too. Garage band, OBS, yep. Okay. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I think I've said that three times now. <laughs> I said it several times. I said it at the, the ad read, and then I said it for the intro. Saying it again. I'll say it again. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. We've missed you. We hope that everyone listening has had a good, uh, I think it's been like seven days since we've done a, a podcast. So we hope that everyone has had a great week. Right, Mark? Yep. Jeff? Of course. Um, I, I know we have. We've been really busy with uh, live streaming hockey, playoffs, a lot of schedules up in the air. We've kept level-headed for the most part. Um, and that's one thing I think that you grow with uh, as, as a company. When you, I remember like if we first started this company and we had all this stuff to do that we're doing now, Mark, I'd be... I'd be lost. I'd be like, what the hell are we doing? What's going on right now? It's, there's too much, but... It's great to have everything scheduled. You know what to do. Um, you know going into... Oh, was that the dog? Yep. Yep. Damn it. I wonder what's... Just one sec here. There we go. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's been good. It's been really busy. Lots of... Ha- lots of there's still a little... Uh, I know like the past two podcasts here, we're talking about change and everything. You know, everything's going back to normal. But don't get me wrong. There's still a little bit of tension in the air. Mark knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mark knows exactly what I'm talking about. You weren't there, Jeff. We were at the Cole Harbor place. 
Um, you know what? I'm, do you know? Do you know what I'm about to bring up, Mark? I, I think so, but yeah, go ahead. Because you were there. Yeah. Mark had my back during this. Did you do? Did I tell you about this? No, you haven't. I don't care. I'll I'll say it. So we're first of all, Cole Harbor Place isn't the best for um, live streaming. Like the well, Jeff, you know, you were there for the for when we went at the beginning. The it's no older building, thick brick. Oh yeah. For sure. So it's uh, yeah. and there's no they they do have like a media booth but oddly enough there's no internet connection up there. Well, it's not really. It's not. I wouldn't say press box. It's like a little like um press box. That's a press box. Well, it, yeah. Yes, that's a press box. I know it's a press box, just but it's not a traditional press. It's just like a booth. What does a traditional press box mean? I uh, like like the probably form a little bit. Yeah, yeah, form probably a little bit bigger, more you know. Yeah. More places to plug in. Yeah, and you still even when you film, you can't see on the bottom right. You more can't see on the bottom yeah. left, and you can't see right below you too. There's there. It's definitely. What it's a traditional press box? It's an old, it's, like, it's one of the older ones, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's like it's it's an older press box, and oddly enough, there's no uh, internet connection in there. That you have to use like the public library one or whatever, or you have to be East Link and bring your own truck and set up your own connection. Mark, you know that. Yeah. Um. So we go up there. Me and Jeff actually went in that morning. So I think the game that night, uh, it was a Junior B game, Sackville Blazers versus East Hanson. We went, uh, what time did we go? Just 10 a.m. to go check it out. 10 a.m. I went and picked Jeff up in Bedford. It was a great morning. I stopped at McDonald's drive through there and got a coffee on the way. It's because it's Cole Harbor. How long is that drive? 10, 15 minutes from Bedford? Oh, yeah. 20 at least, minutes? At least, yeah. So if I'm going out for that drive, I'm Mark, you know me and my coffees. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to grab a coffee. And for the drive out there, I'm not going to be stressed because I know it's early. I'm going to have a coffee. I'm going to drive out there. I'm going to make sure that the stream is good because I don't like going into situations stressed. Like, for example, today we got a game out in St. Margaret's Bay. You better believe I'm going to St. Margaret's Bay today to test it out. It's almost like a pregame skate for me. You know, when you make it to the big leagues in the NHL, I'm not saying that we're in the NHL, but, you know, there's a pregame skate. That's the same thing with me. I like to go check things out, get my coffee, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that the rink knows that we're coming, make sure everything's good. So when you do actually get there, you're set, you're ready to go. Your mind frame is yeah. is on point. You got, what are, the, what are those horse things called? The uh, blinders. horse blinders. blinders. Yeah, I got horse blinders yeah. on. I know my mission. I know what I'm doing. I'm not stressed. Yeah. You're going to say something? I was just going to say, in to your point, in technology, only when you work in the media business, it's so much smarter just to go in, like you said, in the morning and make oh. sure everything's working rather than leave it to like when it's go time. Like that's, that's like with anything. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you doing that, I think it's like, yeah, it makes all the difference. Are you going to say something, Mark? That's why Eastlink, we, I'm trying to remember what the exact uh, number is. It's like four hours early for a, like a major U18, something like Mm-hmm. six for a queue just to make sure everything's yeah. set up good to go so you know like we go in there sackful i don't know sorry cole harbor and i get my coffee mcdonald's everything and we check it out everything's great the connection's great um but it was only great i think because there was no people in there it's a public internet access so as soon as people get there uh you know they're jumping on the wi-fi they're trying to save money on their bill so you get on the wi-fi so you don't have to run up your data i'm not blaming these people i was there i started this company without a phone i I had to use wi-fi left right and center i couldn't afford it my phone bill for probably a year and a half so everywhere i went i jumped on wi-fi so i know exactly how some people feel when they got to jump on wi-fi i get it i completely understand um, but when we get there, it is kind of stupidity on my part, to be quite honest with you. When the people do get there, the the connections, it's trash. It's garbage. It's no good. But being in the situation that I'm in, I've been in situations like this before where, you know, it's trash Wi-Fi. The connection's no good. 
Maybe the setup isn't good. So you have to be on a whim. You have to go somewhere quick to get a better connection. I've been in these situations before. Never at Cold Harbor Place, but at BMO. Truro. East Hans. I'm not going to get into every single rink, but I've been in this situation before. So what do I do? I act quickly. I don't panic. I go to the other side of the rink where the connection's better. I get an inside source from a gentleman walking in the hallway. He had a cold. Did, did that guy? No, that guy didn't work there we were talking to. That was up there. Uh, is this the guy that let us in through the doors? No, the no. Other? This is the guy that was sitting up in the booth with us. Remember he just... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what he said his job was. Well, he, he said essentially, he's like, I stream every now and then. He's like, the best connection is from the other side of the rink. Oh, exactly. The Colts guy, yeah. The Col yeah, okay. And he's like, best connection is from the other side of the rink. So what do I do? I take information. I store it in my brain. And then I react when, you know, things go south. So what do I do? Or excuse me, Mark. I know you're probably mad at me because I'm saying, what do I do? But you were with me too. So yeah. what do we do? Go to the other we side. We pack up and we go to the other side. This isn't brain science. You don't need a degree. You don't need to be going to school to figure this out. What do you need to do? You have to have a level head on yourself. You need to yeah. You need to go to the rink early to make sure that things run smoothly, even though I did that, and it has nothing to do with that because yeah. we didn't go to the other <laughs> side. We only stayed up in the booth. I know. We thought it was the great. We thought we were set. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying yeah. to say, like, if, you, if you're in a job interview and you're trying to uh, apply for a job, and you're, uh, most bosses and most people in a position of, uh, to hire someone – want to know what you're like on your feet in quick in uh in, in in pressured situations that's i think one of the biggest skills that you can bring to a company is allowing yourself to figure out a problem solve it within a couple minutes and then react and i'm not saying that that might maybe what i'm talking about is the easiest thing ever i don't know but to me when i first started this live stream and stuff that I, that wouldn't have came to my head but what do they say uh you, yeah, if you learn from your failures. Learn from is your that, mistakes. What do they say? Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. Yes. So what you do is you learn from your mistakes and you react and then you go to the other side. But as us going to the other side, we all know rinks. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and shit on rink staff at Cole Harbor Place. I'm sure there's a lot of nice people, but there was one lady. One lady, Mark. Yeah, commence bridge burning. Here's the thing. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not gonna. Like, that's the house that Sid built. That's the house that Nate built. I'm not going to sit here and... I've had many great games at Cole Harbor Place. The ice is phenomenal. The boards are a little stiff. The, the fans are great. It's a great... Uh, you could probably fit a, fit a thousand people in there. The atmosphere is phenomenal. But there was one lady. Mm. Security guard. I don't even know if she's a full... I don't even... You know, in... Um, and here's the thing. If, if you're... Here's advice for anyone. If you're going to firmly talk to someone, you want to tell, let someone know how you feel, you say, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am, do you mind if I talk to you in the hallway for a second? I'd, I'd just like to just, just to show you something really quickly. I, I'd just like to, 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 to voice my opinion to you and let you know uh, what's going on in this situation. So when we go onto the other side, there's a door that you're not supposed to go through. They want everyone, which is completely understandable, they want everyone going through one door to protect uh, from the COVID cases going up. Maybe they don't want people touching uh, the handles on the door because it's right at the top of the Cool Harbor Place. And to be honest, there was signs there. I just, I didn't read the signs. That is my fault. I'm, I'm completely admitting to that. Yeah. Um, and I went through a door I wasn't supposed to, but the janitor let me through that door. So I don't, you know, what, what do you want from me? Um, and, you know, while we were up there and I went through that door, it, it didn't close. It stayed open. Um, I didn't look behind me because I was so you know, worried, but I was focused on getting that live stream up and running. You're good, Mark? Yep. You sure? I'm just, I know what you're going to say. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to go where you think I'm going. I'm just uh, saying. I so I'm well, focused. Okay. What are you going to say? I was going to say, I was going to wait to see where you're going to so, go. So. 
I'm more focused on getting this live stream going. You know, that's money. Like, that's our company. Like, I got to make sure this live stream going. You think the e-stance is going to pay me if the stream's not going? 100% no. I, I need, you know, I got to pay for the roof over my head. I got to put mouth, food in my mouth. Did I say that correctly? Mm-hmm. Fee- food Fee- on your table. I got to put food in the, on the table. And in your mouth. And in my <laughs> mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So anyways, this uh, the, the security individual... You know how many people were at that game, Mark? Seven hundred? Um, no. Uh, well, the uh, six uh, hundred eighty. Eighty-five is said it was the max for yeah. social one. So now, in front of eighty people, this individual—I don't want to use the word berating, but ber- ber- like yelling ag- aggressively. What's the berating? Yeah, yeah, berating, yeah. berating you, right? Yelling. Yelling. Well, it's just I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the tone. If it was that or just. It was a tone, and everyone heard. Like, so I think a lot of people heard when, because if you look to the right and to the left of us, the stands are right there, and those stands are no further than maybe ten feet apart from one another. Like we're, in, let's say we're in the middle, the stands are here, and then there's other stands right here, and this is where the altercation happened. No, I don't remember an altercation. You don't remember like her yelling at me? Uh, I don't think there was yelling directly towards you. Oh, you there must was, not. You must not have seen this. Oh, I didn't. Oh, well, then right, I didn't see but it. I'm, I'm listening for the for the rest of the story. Let's hear it. So, 70, 80 people right there. I'm not gonna say they're all, they're all viewing the altercation, but yelling at me about the door. Please shut this. No, but she didn't use please. Like she just, you know, she yelled. Mm. Um, that's not how you handle a situation. That's what I mean about tension in the air still at these rinks. There's other ranks we go to, you know, BMO, East Hans. There's other ranks where our faces are known because we're there four times a week. Cole Harbor, not so much. So maybe the altercation would have uh, been lesser if I would have, you know, talked to her. Um, but that's not how, how you handle a situation uh, in any in any way or form, especially in the middle of a pandemic where tensions are high. If you want to get a point across... You say, excuse me, do you mind if I talk to you in the hallway? I'd like to I'd like to let you know what you're doing wrong here. You don't berate someone. Berate? Berate. Berate? Berate. Berate. With yeah, a T. T sound, yes. You don't berate someone in front of 70, 80 people. And I'm not going to say she embarrassed me, but she was trying to embarrass me 100%. She might have not known it because she's a I'm not going to go there. But that's not how you handle the situation. There's been more than once where this is, I'm not going to say happened, but it all comes back to being polite and being kind. I know she pro- there's probably been a thousand people that have gone through that door, and she's probably frustrated. And and I get that 100. percent that, that 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 must be very stressful for her. And, and you know, but if you're gonna take that job as a security guard, and you know that the there's people wanting to get in and out of certain doors, and you know that's gonna happen probably three, four, five, maybe mm-hmm. ten times a day, maybe you need a new job. Because <laughs> oh, if that, because cool if that, because if that was a guy, yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that at that. But there's still tension. There's still things that are going on within each rinks that you need to be careful of. And you know, there's a lot. Pe- there's a lot of people out there that have a, a worse temper than I do. And maybe that altercation would have went a lot different if, if you know, if you felt if it, it, it just not even yeah. It, it's not. Anyways, I don't. That's not what this podcast is about. But I'm just saying that, you know, in these rinks still and uh, these podcasts that we've had lately and I'm talking about things going back to normal and everything's going to be all right soon, vaccination. It's like, no, there's, there's st- we're, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. I do want to stress that. I just I, I just hope people are looking forward to the future and what's going to happen this summer and in hockey rinks. But don't get me wrong. There's still tension in the air. 
there's still people like that security guard who uh who 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 have no problem let, letting you know how uh, how they feel um and there was a couple other people in that ring too who she yelled at and we got a, we, we were talking we we know um but anyways yeah that that's that so anyways i hope everyone realizes that uh, you know still not out of this thing we're almost around the corner we're going to have fun this summer i think uh the vaccination hopefully works and hopefully things get back to normal so we'll uh, we'll see <sighs> you good yeah I'm glad you got that off your chest. What's going on in Hollywood right now? Well, in terms of the sport movies, yeah. Are, are you think? Are you talking about the the in, the trailer that came out over the weekend that got people talking? I don't know. Yeah, one of the greatest movies ever, Space Jam, is getting a sequel. I think it's more of like a reimagining. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. True. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Same thing. One of the greatest. Sports movie, except that's more of all time. TV show. Mark, so. you, uh, Jeff, you gotta be. Come on. <laughs> mm. Um. Why isn't there any new ideas? Well, why are people held up been, on the past right you now? You could have been saying that for the past ten years. And you're not. Movie you're not telling me right now that there's directors and movie producers and in, in in movie land that are extremely frustrated that they're still producing old movies from back in the 90s where new ideas can be formed well original ideas now especially this day they're harder to come by than ever because it seems to me like every single idea for anything is just a like just a reworking of previous ideas like original idea like something that's original has never been done before that's very hard to do so yeah but in the in the in the world we live in i think there's more creatives now than there is ever in the history of time i think that there's more people that have picked up a camera picked up a microphone and picked up a pen and written a script than ever before because it's so accessible and i think that other than wes anderson wes anderson can make any type of movie the same and i'll watch it every time that guy's so (laughs) unique and that you know other than him but how are you gonna how obviously let's i hope that jeff and mark you two aren't gonna argue with me here right now and understand that that the you know the Space Jam movie and the Mighty Ducks series. You're sure it's a series, not yes, a movie. It's a TV show. TV Justin. show. Disney Plus is not. It, it's it's a money grab. That's it. Are oh, you going to yeah. argue with me, Mark? No, no it well, is. It's all nostalgic Mark, movies. Some will say the opportunities are. there. You should take it. Some would say that. Yeah, but what like Disney needs more money? <laughs> I think they're doing it so people watch their pro watch their streaming. They don't care about them. Like they've got enough money, but they're just thinking, how are we going to get people watching Disney Plus again now that they've been through all their nostalgic shows? Like you know, you go like Disney Plus is cool for watching the old stuff, but then once you make it all the way through, what yeah. are you watching? You're waiting for the Mandalorian. You're waiting for the. Uh, the Marvel TV shows they do, and you're waiting for, I guess, the Mighty Ducks TV Old stuff. Show. And that all with, of this right? is a. It, and here's the thing: like though that Space Jam movie, probably gonna make a billion dollars. That this, uh, mm. this uh, Mighty Ducks probably gonna make a billion dollars. I don't know how the TV industry and works, but that's a that's a that is a that is a clear sign of our. That's a clear sign of our not generation but us as a humanity and how we, we we love to see this stuff there's no original idea it's an old movie that they're remaking lebron already has a bad no i'm saying not saying that he has a bad public image but some people you know because he, he's a very good basketball player and he's coming up on the michael jordan uh great uh, that's that's a conversation i shouldn't have that's that's not for me to to have but to go make one of the remake one of the greatest movies of all time in space jam 
and have the same plot, have the same storyline. Have a better idea. <laughs> well, why are you caught up on the, why are you caught up say, on the old aspect of things? It is true. I was going to say I I think it's more of a reimagining than a remake like placing it in sort of the the modern style of today, you know, cuz it cuz to me remake implies that uh, I, I just don't know. I, I believe reimagining is a better word. Yeah, for it I think a, they're reimagining like the characters and everything. They're yeah. not just doing Looney Tunes, but I think once it comes out and we all watch it, it's gonna be like the same sort of plot where like people like the st- monster, like the stuff gets stolen. LeBron needs to come to the rescue, play a basketball game, and win it back. Like, and it'll arm- still be the same plot. And you got the Duncan Eagles arm goes like because yeah, like, they inject his arm with the what was it the the, the, the fluid or whatever it was in like yeah. the center of the earth. Oh, like, I don't he's know. not going to play golf this time to go into the world. Oh, he's going to yeah. suck into a computer. But I think this time they have a Jordan. <laughs> they have LeBron jumping off a jump pad. That's what reimagining. His arm doesn't grow. He just jumps like. <laughs> like all, it seems like you two are like excited about this. Like you two, you <laughs> two, funny. Mark and Jeff, you guys are gonna pick whoever. Jeff's it seems like Jeff's gonna pick Mark up, and you guys are gonna go to the movie. <laughs> I'm theater, not gonna see that. And you guys are gonna have your Looney Tunes jerseys on, and you're gonna no, be at the front now. of the lineup with your with your with your popcorn and your team. pop. I actually, no, it's Toon, Toon team. team. No, it's Toon Squad. Toon Squad. Oh. Yeah, yeah, come on. Or your Monsters jersey. Boys. I'm sure they have plenty of those. I like, have one of those jerseys. I have a Jordan one. You should hang it here. Anyways, Hollywood movies are trash now. And I know oh, everyone's leaving LA. Every single one of them. Oh my god, Mark, when was the last time you saw like what was another well, this, one that was Well, this year has been horrible for movies cuz they don't want to They all look them, the same. But they all look the same. Every the single same one of actors, them? the same actors, the same actors, actresses, excuse me as well, performers. The, the same performer. What was the other one uh uh What was that one with Scorsese just did uh the, the gen the gentleman the Irishman. That's Goodfellas. That's the same movie. It's the same movie. There's things in Hollywood right now that are just being it's 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 yeah. sickening. There's no new ideas. No one's afraid to fail. No, like what was the one with Adam Sandler? That was great. Gems, jewel. Uh, oh, uh, uncut gems. Uncut gems. Like that. Yeah. They took risks. That was they took risks with that. Adam Sandler took risk with his character. Yeah. And that's where greatness come from is risk. If you play it safe and, you know, you get The Rock and Kevin Hart again, you put him mm. in the jungle, yeah, okay, you're going to make money. That's great. Like, I don't, you know, I'm, don't get me wrong. You got to make money. I, uh, you know, it's, you, I'm not against that. You got to do what you got to do. But where's the risk? Well, that's, where's why the risk? that's why it's called a risk because if you fail, you fall flat on yeah, your face. Yeah, but, the, but everyone... where then, 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 then where's the greatness? Are we living in a society where mediocrity is just accepted? Let's just make another movie where, okay, great, we can make a billion dollars. Great, it's awesome. Like, Make your money, do it. But Have you where's seen the risk? Have you seen Parasite? No, what's that? That's the, the Korean movie that won Best Picture like a couple of years ago. Parasite and was the risk involved? Yeah, was it was different? A huge risk. Yeah, it was totally different. I love it. One picture of the year. I love that. So those are the movies you, I need to be sending you. That's fantastic. Parasite. I love to see that. The, the, maybe it's uh, maybe it's an element of, of Hollywood that I'm not seeing that that uh, that I need to pay more attention to. But you know, when I saw these uh, the trailer for Mighty Ducks and what was it called Space Jam? Mm-hmm. Little little part of me got a little sad. Little part of me got a little. Come on, like you know. Make make a new idea where you know LeBron's trying to climb Mount Everest and he's trying to build a court on the top of Everest or something. I don't know. Just when, I don't know. When did this happen? There there is. I don't know. That's like I'm like I'm trying to think of a different oh, storyline. Okay. A different oh. storyline. Just something. 
Yeah. I don't want to see LeBron go to Looney Tune. Let let Michael have that. Let Michael have the 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 animation aspect of it. LeBron's done actually some pretty good movies. What was the one with Amy Schumer and? Uh, he's done a, he's done a pretty know. good one I, actually. There. Uh, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. No. But I, I I know I respect I like watching him play, but. Mighty Ducks, that. but Mighty Ducks, like that's my childhood, and that's your childhood. Eh, yeah, maybe is that? I don't know if oh, that's yeah, no, no, Jeff. I don't think that's your oh, childhood. No, no, I was watching Mighty Ducks at age four. Yeah. Mark, that's your childhood. Well, um, I think I've I've said this to you off camera, but it's weird how I experienced because I watched the second one first, the third one second, and actually the first one last because that was the order that I got. The, like the the videotape, so <laughs> that's a rental from Blockbuster. Yeah, had to or either buy we or unless we already had them. So how are you gonna sit there and make another movie this exact same way and then sell it to the public, the general public? Anyways, there's it's a that, demand that, for it, like you were saying. There's earlier. a hundred, yeah, hundred percent. There's a demand for it, but that demand makes me mad. Who wants to see that? A lot of Who, people. Oh fuck! That it's the last thing I want to do. It's the last thing I want to see. Give me something fresh. Give me something new. Well, that's harder every day, like oh I was saying. Oh, my God. I don't think so. I disagree. Think? I, I, think, I think the ideas are out there left, right, and center. I think the hardest part about it is getting things uh, produced. I think new ideas are everywhere. This comes back to the frustration of people out in the, the movie industry not getting their ideas through. You ever see, um, like, you know, pe- people produce shows or sitcoms and they go, ah, it was great, but then it got typecast. People in the producing office started writing their own little bits in there and it became too Hollywood. It became too produced. Too many people's ideas came into play. But if you ever see a a Wes Anderson movie where it's just him, he doesn't need permission to do anything. It's just an original idea. There's something beautiful about that. But in today's generation, I think that especially in uh, in Hollywood, because I don't even know if the Hollywood industry is making tons of money right now. Because the movie and the movie theater industry, yeah, the movies the past year have yeah. been none. Like they just released like God, like was it Godzilla vs Kong or no? Like get Something get like the that. F- <laughs> yeah, they're making another Godzilla vs Kong movie. Yeah, it just came out. It's like the big, it's like probably one of the bigger releases they've done since the whole COVID stuff like ended. Because a lot or since they started opening theaters around the world, like because now they're starting to re-release movies in theaters. But that was like the big movie. And that movie's been done like ten times. To your point, and if there's a budget of a movie and it's over a hundred million dollars, I don't want to see it. I don't want. You ever see well, Jonah? You ever see? Take. You ever see Jonah Hill's movie, uh, mid nineties? I think the budget was. Do you want to look that up for me? Actually, you can do it probably. Actually, I'll do it right here. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it right here. Mid nineties. Five dollars. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like I'm no, I'm not mad at you, Mark. Mid nineties. Budget. One point seven million dollars okay, was so that budget. Yeah, Mid nineties. That's minuscule. Jonah Hill. Unbelievable movie. Great storyline. Unknown actors. You know it's that not that hard to act, right? You could Mark, you can act. Jeff, you man, maybe not Jeff, but what? I'm Joe. Well, I'm some acting. Yeah, like, like you know, it's stuff. not that difficult to do. You can you can take an average person, put them in a room with a, an acting coach, get a few tips. You you're an okay actor. You did a little that, acting, didn't you? Uh, I, I did, but Grant Keddy, I, I didn't. I don't even know if I had any lines. What? Uh, well, you said uh, when you were on with Grant Keddy there, you were in like in the, the crowd for like The Voice. Yeah, but cheer I, for yeah, the Michael Jackson. Person. Yeah, I didn't have any like lines. Mm. Well, well, you had to cheer. I, mm. I did plays from grade four to six. Okay, so that's not I, what this yeah. is about. We're I going off topic here. <laughs> that is on top. You don't want to see a movie that has a hundred. You know what a hundred million dollar movie does. It puts up on the street. You do. Do you know what a hundred million dollars does to a movie? Do you know what it does? Puts it in the next echelon. No explosions. Oh, no. Well, yes, but <laughs> it puts up distraction. 
You ever see like uh, you ever see like um, an average singer on a stage? What do they have in the background? Background singers. Background dancers. To make you not think, to make you you know not pay attention to the voice that's on stage. You ever see uh, uh, who was it that sings? And I will always love you. Who does that? Shania Twain? That no. Whitney Houston? Whitney yeah, Houston? <laughs> you ever see Whitney Houston up on a stage? It's like a million people with her. No, it's just her. Oh, sorry. I was some- you know why? Because that's pure talent. You don't need any money. Mm. You need her and a microphone. And I, <sighs> I just did that, will Justin. always love you. And that's it. That's it. No distraction. Backup singers. Yeah, you see, I need backup singers. But a hundred million dollar movie that just puts up distraction. I don't even know. I'm not, you know. Actually, I would like to see how much Space Jam. Uh, Space Jam's not a, a TV series, is it? It's a movie. It's no, the it's movie. Yeah, the Mighty Ducks. That's the TV series. Space Jam Two. Oh, uh, well, Space Jam 2021 probably. Space Jam 2021. Yeah, okay, okay, here it is. Two on it because that's not, I wouldn't consider that a sequel. Okay, so we got. So the budget is a hundred and sixty one. Million dollars, Cha-ching. A hundred and sixty-one. That's not even a real number. To me. like, what is that number? One hundred and sixty-one million dollars. And, and that's it'll, don't get, it'll probably produce billions. Um, but that that there you go. That's you know what more do you want? That's a distraction movie. That's definitely an interesting take. Anything over a hundred million isn't worth watching. Well, no, to to, to a to another generation it could be, but that's a generation I can't really speak to right now. I don't, you know, I don't I don't know what it's like being a 14, 15 year old kid. They, you know, that could be awesome for them seeing LeBron. I think it will be. You know, yeah, and if if you that if that's uh, you know that's a completely different generation than uh, than what than what I talk to. So, but anyways, that 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 took a that took a piece out of me seeing those trailers. <laughs> it's not the original, but that's that's it. That's that. Um. Liam O'Brien. Go ahead. This is you know time. what? What more? What? What more do you want out of life? If you're not sitting here getting inspired by what Liam O'Brien is doing, shift by shift, because he's not getting a ton of ice time. But you know, he's he, every shift. I, I've been watching those games on. Uh, I've been streaming them. You know, like last night, I was up late watching that game. Because you have the NHL li- live. Yeah, we got the, we got called. the we got the thing going yeah. on the computer there, and it's. Uh, it, I, I'm just so happy that he's been on the podcast. I think three, two, three times. I think three times. Um, he's br- he's brought that signed stick. I think the second time he came on the podcast. To this day, he's the only player to bring a signed game you stick, saying, "Boys, thanks." For, I think it says, "Boys, thanks for having me on the podcast." All the best in the future. I don't know what it says. Fellas. It, it does it does it say fellas? Fellas, thank you for having me on the podcast. And that it doesn't even matter what it says. It's the it's the it's the it's the point. It's the no the, what the message. Not the message, it's the the uh, the, the, the intent. It's the thought. The thought that counts. Yeah, boy, yes. Jeff. Degree. It's the it's the thought that counts. That he he does that. He he's taking time out of his day to come on this podcast, but on top of that, he brings a game you stick. Finds his own marker. We don't have a. Or I guess we do. Oh. But he he went. He was at home. Had his had his stick. Wrote on it. Gave it to us. Said, "Boys, thanks for having me on the podcast." Like that. That's that's all time. That's that's class. That's that's a person. That's a that's a maritime individual. And to see him succeed right now at the NHL level, 
um, you know, it brings me nothing but joy. And I hope that a lot of people from around here can take inspiration from this. Yes, we have our McKinnons. Yes, we have our Crosby. Yes, we have our uh, Brad Marchand. Even, even Batherson's even a full-time NHL guy now. Um, you know, you got these guys, but when you see uh, it, it, when you see a guy grind at the minors and then start to shine at the NHL level, I think he's only played three games, but those past three games he's played great. He had an assist last night. The game before he had a great fight against uh, this is a guy from St. Louis. Um, I posted it the other day. It was a great fight. Well, whoever it was, it happened. Does, you know, it ha- great. And then his first game, uh, he played really well his first game. I forget what he did. But he just had a great game. He was effective. He had a two-on-one, a couple scoring opportunities. Um, and, and he's making the most of his opportunity in Colorado. Um, and I think that he's learned his – not that he's learned a lesson, but when he was in Washington, you know, it's – he uh, – I think that was his first year pro in Washington. Maybe, maybe not. But he he made the squad – and uh, and then he spent some time in the A, and now he's back in the NHL, and you can tell with these three games played, he's not going to let any shift off. He's finishing his hits. Um, even after the whistle, he's getting a little, you know, he's, he's letting people know he's there. He's trying to make a name for himself. Um, and it's, it's, it's just great to watch. I'm happy to call him a friend, and I'm happy to, to call him a friend of the show as well. So it, it's great to see that. Big-time friend of the show. You come on three times? That's yeah. A, it's pretty nice. I remember we were at the Jordan Boy tournament to, a year ago. And this was back, no, two years ago, was it? I think it was two years ago. Yeah. I don't but this was back was. in the era where, like, you know, phone, I couldn't afford my phone bill. This is back where I didn't have a car. So I'm busting the BMO with my gear, with my, like, camera no, I've gear. Done that, I've done that before in school. You know, I'm busting yeah, there. And, like, you know, we're like we're kind of known, but we're still a young company. and But, like, we, we you know, we were allowed to go back in the room with the boys. Like, Uyghur was there. Um you know, there was a couple NHL. Shaw was there. All the Merritt, Bright, Batherson, all the like, Bowers, all the local guys were there. And uh, it came to the end of the night or the end of the day, and I didn't have a car to get back to the my house. And I'm, we're in Dartmouth. I got a bus all the way back. And uh, Liam drove me home. You know, he's like, I think like, all the boys, like all the NHL guys, were going to the bar, going back to the some hotel to do something. And Liam's just like, Hey, you know, where are you going? You need a lift? And you know, I'm like, Yeah, man, you mind driving me home? He's like, Yeah, get in. Hopped in his SUV, drove me home. You know, it's little things like that about a, a, a man that you judge character on. Just You know, he just, he just saw a guy in need, didn't care. He's like, yeah, I'll give you a lift, let's go. So it's little things like that that, I don't know, I guess have uh, more. That's uh, that's why I'm just happy for the guy, I think, is, you know, little things like that. Well, it's great. It's good to see. Colorado has to be, like, <laughs> the team that, like, is most friendly with high button, right? At this point, Graves is on. McKinnon was on. Brian was O'Brien. on. O'Brien. Newhook was on. Yeah. Bowers was on. Uh, Graves was on. Yeah. Did you say Graves? Yeah, I said Graves. You can't, can't forget Graves. Yeah. Uh, oh, was, he called in. That was nice of him. I feel like we're missing someone. We always – oh, uh, Steinberg. So I missed Steinberg, yeah. Did you say Steinberg? No. No, see? Steinberg. Aaron. I uh, know Baron. Baron hasn't been on. Baron will come on soon, hopefully this summer. Um, but no, yeah, absolutely. Call her, like that's one town where we we will go to once this is over, hundred percent. And I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. A little little <sighs> the Colorado, think, you know, all it? the all the local boys. Oh like yeah, boys are from, you know, it'll be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun, system. and it will happen. It 100 percent it will happen. I, I, you know, hopefully by next year we're allowed to go down to the states because I'm pretty sure Liam signed a year, 
contract this year, so he'll be there like one year for next year, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Um, but New Hook signed. He could be on the roster next year. Baron could be on the roster next year. Um, so, you know, McKinnon will be there obviously next year. Graves will be there. And then there's a potential of three other guys being OB, uh, New Hook, and uh, Bowers potentially yeah. too, and Baron. Mm-hmm. So that's potentially six guys next year. Yeah. You definitely like Colorado. You tired, Mark? No. Nope. It's okay if you are. <laughs> long weekend. Long oh, yes. weekend. Yeah, because you need, once again, catching up on everything and everything else you got to do. Yeah. What do you got to do? All the hockey. Catching up on Screaming. everything. I've said this on the last time we did one of these. What do you got to catch? Oh, you catch up on hockey and stuff. Yeah, wrestling as well. Oh, yeah, Masters are coming up, eh? Yeah. Do you want to give a little plug on the ma- – how much time are we at right now? Uh, 34 minutes. Uh, well, Mark, yeah. Mark, if you want to plug the Masters, you go for it. Oh, yeah, so it's going to be Thursday through Sunday, this Thursday through Sunday. Um, getting back to a normal time frame for the Masters, of course, last year was in November, and that was a trip for sure, seeing like a Masters like without the azaleas like in full bloom or any of their yeah. flowers. And, and no fans. Trees, and no fans. But, yeah, it's going to be nice to um get back to a normal cycle for the Masters there. No par three contest once again. I guess, you know, just want to completely focus on the uh, – tournament even though i think i like the par three contest it's a nice because yeah you got the kids out there with you know their daddies out there caddying and the wives get involved as well so that's that's nice there so yeah i'm looking forward to it seeing who's going to win of course coleman's already tweeting me saying we're going to make some big money this week mark so if you ask me for picks yeah i'll be i'll be ready to give him some so yeah i'm excited i asked you earlier if you're giving one guy one guy going into the weekend Who's your guy? Oh, uh, well, I told you off camera, Justin Thomas was going to be my guy for that. He's won the Players' Championship. He needs to be on something of a roll. So that if you're asking for one guy right now, yeah, that's that's the one. And I'll, I'll say Brooks. Brooks Kepka. He's coming off a month off, I know, but he started the year good. He had a tournament win early. Uh, he loves the Masters. He's a beauty. He's always on PMT. So I'm giving it. I'm giving it to him. Their favorite golfer. Yeah. Um, and DJ, defending champion, we'll see what he can do. Of course, he has his menu for the champion's dinner. So, uh, What does that mean? Uh, well, so every year at the Masters, um, the defending champion hosts a dinner of like all the uh, guys who can make it there who are former champions. And they have, to, f- yeah. who, oh, and they have to fit sick. the bill, and they like to get to choose their own food. So like the guys the guys from like other countries, a lot of times they just pick like the cuisine from their country. So it's always – and, of course, DJ's got his menu out there. Is he so. American? Yes. So I think he's he- got fish. I thought I saw. What? I swear he did fish. I saw like uh, a graphic, like his. What kind of fish? Like a f- salmon, probably like super expensive or something. I swear it was fish for his main meal. Well, he's got a filet mignon and like mashed potatoes that's in fish, there. That's right? Filet mignon? That's steak. No, it's a oh, steak, shit. Mark. I mean, Jeff. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. There must be, there's fish in there somewhere, I know. But there's like there's like five different uh, mm. things. He's got to do like a first yeah. course. Like yeah, like an dessert. appetizer. I like that tradition. Like that's a side kind of, dish, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Or um, if the players are not interested in that, they just go off the regular Augusta menu. Kind of a cop-out, but, you know, allergies, who knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got Mike Weir, the only Canadian ever to win it, right? Is he yeah. back in there? Oh, so the or Masters, in two th- like, if you win once, you're allowed to play it the rest of life. your career. No way. So Mike Weir, who won, who, like, never plays the majors, any- obviously, anymore, never makes cuts. Always he just plays it every year. Good for him. Yeah. Yep. Like a Why bunch wouldn't of the guys he? do it. I mean, yeah. Arnold Palmer. He was 70 when he last played his last Masters. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that tradition. That's yeah. really cool. Masters yeah. have, uh, definitely have the best traditions yeah. with the dinner. That's the, really cool. The green jacket and the yeah, defending. Conti- the, yeah, you get to play. Yeah, like, defending champion puts the green jacket on the winner. Yeah. Unless they win it back to back, which has rarely happened. Yeah. And they play in warm weather, don't they? Uh, well, springtime in Georgia. 
Yeah. yeah. For Georgia Twitter. peaches. Yeah. Speaking of warm weather, Texas. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. All right, let's calm down, Mark. <laughs> Including the crowd sizes by a yeah. substantial I mean, margin. The teams are competing with Florida. We, we have to be the crazier state. We had that title, then Florida took it. We got to take it back. Yeah. Um, they said at the beginning of the game, they're like, okay, yeah, everyone's allowed in, but there is a mandatory mask, oh. mandatory mask uh, yeah. implication rule that, that will happen here. And you're watching the game, you're sitting there on your couch, and. Dude. I got a booger? Oh no! Oh, I, he's I'd he's motioning, taking the mask off. Is that what they were doing, or? Well, I gotta let me finish my story. I'm sorry, sorry. I was just, I'm trying to. No, Mark. Let me finish. Sorry. So you're sitting there, you're chewing your uh, sweet and sour. It's not sweet and sour. Sweet heat, sweet chili heat seeds. What are the spit seeds oh, I like? Sunflower seeds. Yeah, but the, the flavor, sweet chili heat, mm. orange bag. Oh yeah, that that's probably. Sweet yeah, chili sweet chili heat. heat. So yeah. you're sitting there, you're chewing your sweet chili heat seeds. You're sitting up on the couch and you're spitting into your bottle and you're watching the game. And you see how many people, Mark? 38,238. Slow down when you say that number again. 38,238. So you see that many people sitting in the stadium. 95% of them, like Mark just did, had the masks down. You see a couple people with the mask up. But you go right behind home plate, you see people mowing a plate <laughs> yeah, of nachos, yeah. <laughs> and there's 10 people, and they got beers. And you're just seeing it, and you're nom, like, nom, holy nom, nom, smokes, nom. what is going on here in Texas? And then you look at Ontario, and they're shutting down schools. They're shutting down schools in Ontario yesterday. And then in Texas, you got how many people, Mark? 38,238. Packed in a stadium. <sighs> two different worlds. Two different universes. Two different galaxies. Two different countries. Two different, yeah, two different countries. <laughs> yeah. You're just unbelievable. You're watching this. And don't get me wrong, by the way, Blue Jays are nasty mm-hmm. holy oh, yeah. smokes let's not jinx anything they gotta yeah. hopefully they don't get the injury bug everyone knock mm-hmm. on the wood three two let's hope they don't get the injury bug but what anyways you're sitting there you're, you're chewing your sweet chili heat seeds spitting into the bottle and you're watching how many people mark Thirty-eight thousand sit in the stadium for the first time in over a year because this happened when last march just started march 11th yeah. so this 12th. is the first time you're seeing a stadium packed to the gills all the way up at the top all the way down to the bottom or the on the first baseline and you're looking at this and you have a bunch of emotion you got a bunch of thoughts you're going okay is the world going to be over in a couple weeks because of this or is COVID not that serious yeah. in Texas because they have the vaccine? Or are you thinking, okay, maybe these people are just willing to live and die by their freedom? Because I know what's the what's the saying in Texas? Live and die free by their what is it? It's a uh, live free or die hard. Live well, free that, or that was die. The movie, but I think it's live free or die. I think I'm pretty sure is, free, the, yeah. is that what it is? Can we look that up? Oh, the the computer's too far from you. Oh well, it? just I got my live free or die. Yeah. Tex, what do you Texas Texas's slogan? Oh, I don't know if it's the, if it's the official slogan, but you know. Texas slogan. I know, remember, the Alamo is a big slogan in Texas there because of the Alamo. Don't mess with Texas. No, oh, that's, that, don't mess with Texas. No, I've that's, heard that's that before. not it. Well, something like that. Live free. Or I got to figure this out. Before. Give me freedom or give me death. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's live free or die. Yeah. yeah. Or, is it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, it's some oh, wait, that's New Hampshire. <laughs> well, it's... Well, we whatever it is, the specific one is we know the message. New Hampshire, live free or die. Okay, whatever <laughs> Texas, whatever Texas is. Um, 
you get what I'm trying to say. Yes. So you're looking at this, you're chewing your sweet chili heat seeds, and you're seeing all these people in the stadium. Don't get me wrong, the baseball game was great as well. But like I said, you got a lot of mixed emotions. And then automatically you think of a Canada. You think of, okay, wow, so if this is happening in the States right now, how long before the Rogers Centre is going to be packed? How long before the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks and the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators and the Calgary Flames? Am I missing anyone? I don't know. Raptors, all seven. Renault, yeah, I guess two, yeah, like the Toronto Raptors. When are they going to be allowed to have fans back in where they're allowed to have a packed capacity? When they're allowed back in Toronto. When they're allowed back in Toronto. Well, that's the thing, because then if, if they are back in Toronto, that means teams from America are going to have to come. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. Got me a little excited. Got you a little jealous? Well, if they are choosing to be the test dummy yeah. of this, go for it. You know what? I don't, did they sell out? Uh, because you know, if, know if, if so. that's the new stadium. Because here's the thing: they're also going to watch one of the worst teams in baseball. Texas. Texas is awful. Trash. Awful. Like they didn't have a chance in hell during that game yesterday. Just like the connection at Cole Harbor Place. Pretty much, yeah. So if they want to be the test dummy and go for it, because you don't, you don't have to go to that game, Mark. You don't have to go to that game, Jeff. You can stay home in Texas mm-hmm. and and watch it on TV or on your computer. But if you think you're safe enough. To go to that stadium in Texas and watch the game, who are we to say don't do it? Go if you want to be the test dummy, America. Mm. You know if you want to go for it, you go for it. And now let's see what the repercussions are going to be. Yeah, I let's mean, see I what happens. Thirty-eight thousand cases. Get, I don't want to get you know, too fire into the whole thing, but if, if there's people who are definitely going to catch COVID from that event, mm. it's the largest event in thirteen months in North America. So is it worth it to go knowing other people are going to be doing that? But that's what I'm trying to say. Who's being hurt here? The people going. The people going, yeah, but the people going are aware. The people going, no. No, the people who get COVID from the event are the ones Oh, I see what you're saying. So when they leave and they go to the groceries, yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. There's a 3% chance because people are still getting it down there. Say 3% of that stadium gets it, and then another, what, 1% of those people are seriously sick from it? And they go to the grocery you, store. Was it really worth it to go to that one yeah, okay. Texas Absolutely game? Absolutely not. I see what you're saying. Other people, you know, but that's that. But the other thing they mentioned during the game, they had it wrong. They were saying they thought they were going down to lower capacity, but they're just selling out every game. Are they? So this is going to be today the game they're doing. But if you're not a world, uh, if you're not a world scientist leader or whatever, and you're yeah. trying to learn from this disease, aren't you in Texas right now trying to oh. see the repercussions of all this? It's like a totally different mentality than Nova Scotians in Texas. So that's fair, and I don't expect them to have the same. But it's just the reality. What do we have this past? Have... What do we have this past weekend? Nine new cases, twelve. Yeah. Uh, well, nine plus like seven plus four, so. Uh, uh, yeah. 20 a lot of them were 20? a lot yeah. of them were people traveling in so though so it's like it's not like it's it's not a ton of community spread yeah it's like people will travel here from like america and have it and then they isolate and then it goes away in two weeks hopefully yeah so those cases you can kind of manage yeah but it'll be interesting to to see what the repercussions are from this and to see what the rest of the world learns from this uh alter not altercation from this uh, event event um, you know, you see, you know, we'll, we'll just see. We, uh, we will see. It, uh, it was, it was a odd thing to view on a television the other Literally day. on the TV right is now. Is that on the TV yeah. right there? 
literally on the background. And if you do look at some of the people, like that's one of the best things of sports is being able to watch the the crowd. Yeah. A, it's a game within the game. You know, you you look at Seinfeld and George is at the uh, the tennis <laughs> event, mowing a thing of. I think it was ice cream with nuts and chocolate. Yeah, it was a hot fudge sundae. Yeah, you know, it, there's what? Like get all over his face, like by all the over his shirt. Face. So yeah. like that's some of the best. That that's some of the the that's some of the best things of of baseball or professional sports is watching some funny things in the crowd. <laughs> to this day, E40 trying to catch the foul ball tip in uh, in Oakland was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen or to the, date. Or the pizza and, with the guy in the Boston. Yeah, the Patriots the pizza, throws the pizza. Exactly. Guys, so yeah, it'll what? I was just gonna say, did you guys ever hear about? curb your enthusiasm that that whole situation yeah the netflix made a documentary on it yeah, so yeah. I, that's not i don't want to get that's, well, that's like the same thing it's like the baseball crowd you yeah know? okay sure the baseball yeah okay larry david essentially saved a guy's life from going to prison <laughs> for the rest of his life because yeah. he was filming curb your enthusiasm and In i got a guy needed an alibi to see where he was and he's like i was at the dodger game and they actually had him on camera with his daughter it was crazy yeah anyways unbelievable Must watch um but like I said, the seeing fans within the stadium, that's a game within the game. That's something for the commentators to not talk about the game and talk about some fans. That guy catching the foul ball, uh, you know, like that guy eating the hot fudge sundae, the guy catching the ball with his beer glass, the beer going everywhere. Like they make top 10 highlights yeah. of that fan interaction. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it helps sell the game a little bit more. Yeah, and baseball so hard to call as well. And and uh, when something like that happens, that's their whole happening of discussion. Yeah. They don't even talk yeah. about the game. Like when fans are able to interact with some of the players and they catch that moment on camera, you better believe MLB, you better believe NHL, you better believe NFL is taking that moment where this 100, 250-pound linebacker picks up this little kid and brings him on the field and plays a little chuck with him. That that helps sell the game. There's moments within baseball, moments within hockey, football that allow the game to, to reach other elements just because it's a human element, not even a, a sports element. I think it was Trout over in Los Angeles maybe two years ago before the game chucking around picked up a kid and just played a little catch with him. It really had nothing to do with sports. It just had to do with human interaction and letting know people, letting people know that baseball players are, are human. They're nice people. They're kind. If you bring your kid to the ballpark, maybe this could happen to, to your son or your daughter with Mike Trout. So it helps sell tickets. It helps, uh, it helps do a lot of things for the, for the sporting world. Um, and for sports to, even with the fans in the stands right now, at I don't know, 20% capacity and hockey, at least, and in basketball, you notice that there's no fans that are allowed within the first 10 rows because they have the uh, the banners on top of them. You know what I mean? So the fans aren't even allowed allowed near the players. So at least on TV, it looks like there's no fans, even though all in the upper bowl, there's tons of fans. So there's definitely different elements of having fans and different benefits, excuse me, of having fans in the, uh, in the rink that professional owners are missing because so it helps sell. So to your, just bringing it local, you guys this past weekend, Mark was saying you did the finals for one of the girls' games, and the fan there was a lot of fans there, and they were getting into it. Oh. He said? What do you mean? The, 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 the Station the, the, 6 finals. Enthusiastic crowds, like Station 6 and those Force West games. Yeah. You know, that's that's fans coming back. When we first started live streaming this season, there was, there was zero fans. Yeah, I guess so. You know? There's yeah, it's good for the yeah, it's good for the kids. You know, it's fun to play for in front sure. of fans. It's good. Even the streaming, like when I stream the game and like they got the Armada fans or the Barons fans going wild, it definitely yeah. puts me into it more. Hundred percent. 
Yeah, it was good to as see fans. It go too far though. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the Nate if uh, I could sit here I could sit here for hours and tell you stories about what happened during my minor hockey days Crazy and parents fans. freaking out. Not fans. Though. When you're in minor hockey, there's no such thing as a fan. It's just parents. Yeah, parents bad. and yeah. friends and family. There's no like I'm a huge fan of, you know, the <laughs> yeah. Well, they are sort of. Well, I guess so. Like yeah, like your your parent can be a fan, but yeah. I'm just saying like there's no one buying tickets to go see you know, yeah. a double A team out in Sackville. Like it's just no. it's family and friends. Um, but with that family and friends, that that becomes a you know that becomes a whole other element because that's your kid, that's your blood on the ice. And if something happens to that that kid on the ice and the parents are there, die, there's definitely emotions. And that's one thing that I'm learning a lot uh, by filming up in the stands is just seeing some reactions of these parents. It's pretty crazy. It's uh, you know, pretty insane. But you can tell the happiness is in the air that they don't have to watch our streams. Like, yeah, there's still yeah. grandparents in New Brunswick that like still watch them. But the fact that they're allowed in the rink to see their kid play, there's there's joy for sure. Every parent's happy. They walk in there. I think they just like the option. Yeah, like, for they sure. Like the option of having high button if they want to stay home for the game yeah. on a Saturday night. Yeah. Or or they like the idea of being able to actually go and not being like put into a box and yeah. being forced to stay home. So that's what people are asking. Yeah. Like when this pandemic's over, do you think that you'll still be doing live stream? And the answer is a hundred percent yes. Hundred percent yes. There's so many parents and family members that are busy that just don't have time to be able to go see their family member play. They're stuck at the office till nine. Their kid plays at seven. And if they have that option to come and watch a, a high button sports live stream, they're gonna do it a hundred percent. Today, the game we're doing out in uh, St. Margaret's Bay, it's already being live streamed by their team. I'm pretty sure, but yet the Barons called us and said, "Hey, can you come do it? Because everyone knows your link and everyone wants to be on your channel." And it's, it's it's almost like a, a familiar a familiarity a yeah. familiarity yeah, familiarity familiarity yeah you know so I think there's a, an element that people really enjoy about it even when this pandemic is over I think there'll there'll still be a a demand for it and uh, I think we're gonna be there to fulfill it it'll yeah, be good like yeah when you like pitched it to me or not pitched it but told me about it the first time it sounded more like it was a progression of watching hockey rather than like a solution to COVID it's just like this is kind of the way it's gonna be yeah like, there's gonna be streams like. It's not just because of this. Yeah. Pandemic. It's just the way it's kind of moving forward. Yeah. It's a great business so. model too. Yeah. But we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes in the in the future. We're excited for it for sure. How much time are we at? Uh, fifty one. Um, but you know to to wrap the the podcast up here, just, you 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 want to hone in on what's going on. You wanna you wanna hone in on the inspiration from Liam O'Brien. Watch that guy. Support that guy as much as you can, even if it's from your computer. Like, share, post. Uh, comment, you know, send him a message. Just do whatever you can to, to be able to support a guy like that that's from this part of the world here in Atlantic Canada. Um, you know, there's a lot of people from this part of the world that are in other parts of the world that are doing really big things. And if you're not taking inspiration from that, I don't know what you're going to take inspiration from because it's, uh, it's great to see, especially on a national level, uh, where he's competing against the best hockey players in the world. Um also take note that there is still there's still some things going on at the rink that you want to take note of don't get too comfortable yet i know i learned my lesson this past week maybe i did get a little bit too comfortable and uh you know i i got put in my place and i wish it went down a little bit different but am i going to let it ruin my day or let it ruin my week let it ruin my month no exactly so make sure that when you step into these rinks that you you come in correct you make sure that that mask is up over your nose I've heard a lot of fines that have been given out from the HRM. They've, they have uh, little they have little spies that go into the rink and they act like parents and they take pictures and shit. So, wow, that's a thing. 
Uh, so make sure that you're on cor- you're you're correct because you know if Sac Florina gets fined you know five thousand dollars because they see ten parents in there with Tim Hortons coffee because you can't bring a coffee outside in and you got the mask down like that's not good for any local rink around here and that's another way how hockey can get shut down because rinks got to pay these fines so make sure that when you're going to the rinks that you you act correctly you do the right things you follow the right protocols uh, and that's that. I, you know, I was gonna say Hollywood smarten up, start making some better movies. But who's less, who's le- who's listening here out in Hollywood? Nobody. Yeah, maybe someone. I don't know. I don't know. Cast Justin. He wants to get back into the, the acting scene. No, that's not for me. That's I don't. I can't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that's garbage. But yeah, man. That's it. Oh, we got a podcast tomorrow. Who's uh, Mark? I'll let you fill in the the uh, get the well, podcast I, guest for tomorrow. I'm just trying to remember what his name is. Liam. And, of course, he did his thing on the documentary show, tried to run 178 kilometers, 100 miles what? in 24 hours. What? Yeah, I know. It, what was, else? it was a charity thing. Big Brothers Big Sisters was the was the charity. Okay. It was him and somebody else. He's going to be on the podcast as well with him, so we're certainly excited about that. That'll be great. So that's tomorrow. Yep. Okay, cool. So that'll be a great podcast tomorrow. So you have this podcast today. you got another one tomorrow. That's two podcasts back-to-back. Uh, we have live streaming tonight. What else? We so yeah, we still have uh, some quarter zips left. If you uh, if you want to be able to purchase them, go to our website right now, highbuttonsports.ca. You can pick up a quarter zip. We also have some uh, long sleeves left. I think I might put those on sale today. Uh, and we also hats. have some hats available. I think we only have six left. I'm not 100% sure. We don't have a lot left. So if you are looking for a summer hat, a golf hat, uh, you can wear this playing tennis, right? A, ten- oh, yeah. a tennis hat. Um trucker hat a trucker hat what else can you do in the summer that allows a hat to be worn run a running hat one more thing walk hike a walking hat if you need a hat in general make sure to head on over to highbuttonsports.ca and pick up uh, a hat because it's a great little addition to to the summer wardrobe it has the green logo the green brim matches the green grass that's going to be growing here in the atlantic provinces when all this rain goes away and the the muddy lawns are gone um, so pick up a hat, pick up a quarter zip, pick up uh, a long sleeve T-shirt, and uh, I guarantee that you're going to be happy with the little addition to your wardrobe. I want to thank Generous United once again for sponsoring this episode. We are very excited about that partnership uh, for the next year. Uh, also, if you watch our live streams, those are brought to you by Generous United as well. We do run ads during the intermission. We're very proud of being able to do that. It gives a little, I guess, professional feel to the live streams. It's almost like our own mini commercial you could say Um, we're definitely starting to learn that element of live streaming of running ads so if you excuse me or anyone else has a a company that you would like to advertise on high button sports make sure to hit us up our email is the high button at gmail.com that's the t-h-e high h-i-g-h button b-u-t-t-o-n is that correct mark yes at gmail.com so i'll say that again the high button at gmail.com if you or someone you know family member a loved one a friend a cousin an uncle uh, has a company that's looking to advertise a little bit more to the athletic community here in the atlantic provinces make sure to send us an email we'll send you some more information and we will get that out to you once again i want to thank everyone for tuning into the high button podcast we do appreciate mark do you appreciate it yes jeff do you appreciate it always and once again thank you very much we are out peace
Sido así 